Okay, so for today's podcast, I had a, a my uh, my buddy Bob Hoover on with me. Um, he will introduce himself once the podcast does start, but I just wanted to add this little snippet in at the beginning, and there'll be one at the end as well. And it was just to say the fact that there are a little bit of um, some echoes throughout. So there's some echoes throughout, and for some reason, now this podcast was meant to be 45 minutes long. It ended up only being about 36 minutes long, um, excluding, you know, this beginning audio and the audio I add in at the end, um, where, you know, it cut out the last 10 minutes for whatever reason. I do not know. That's something I do need to sort out. You know, it's still the early days of me doing this podcast, so it's probably just a few teething issues. Um, but I, I will get to the bottom of that and I will get to the bottom of trying to, you know, improve the sound quality for good because obviously I just want to the best. Um but yeah, basically what, you know, it, it ended up at quite, it ended at quite a good point because, you know, if it could have cut out at some point, I was happy it cut out there because, you know, the first 35 minutes were us speaking about, you know, nutrition side of things with the last 10 minutes being us speaking about a few things to consider when it comes to your training, um, which it coincidentally, the program I was using for some reason just cut out that entire 10 minute training conversation. So what you're going to hear today is just, you know, our, our conversation about nutrition and Bob Hoover's experience with it. And then at the end of, uh, and then we'll probably record another podcast about training down the line, whenever that might be. But otherwise, I hope you guys enjoy listening. i got Bob Hoover with me here today, who is another online coach that, you know, I've we've been following each other on Instagram for a little while now. And, you know, I've been, I've been enjoying his content from afar, so I thought, you know what, let's get him on the podcast. So here he is, and you know what, I'll just let him introduce himself. So over to you, Bob. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you so much for having me on. and It's a uh, it's definitely a pleasure. Um, yeah, uh, this is, you know, my first time on a podcast, so fair warning. I'm, you know, a little nervous, but hey, you oh, just got to go with the flow. But yeah. Um, yeah, um, my name is Bob, and uh, obviously, and been a coach for a little over two years now. Okay. Um, graduated with um, my degree, my bachelor's degree in health sciences from Cleveland State. Okay. Um, I'm from the United States, so yeah. um, I'm, I'm from Ohio, so it's um, more up north, and uh, it's kind of like a smaller college. Okay. But but yeah, I've never been to that part of the U.S. before. Yeah, where uh, where were you from? No, well, I'm from. Uh, so I was living in. I've lived in the US for one year, but that was like an exchange year in Vermont, when mm. like a few years ago. But that's it. Otherwise, yeah, just uh, English, Portuguese, mix them both. But uh, oh. yeah, carry on. So you you've been doing coaching for two years. You graduated two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So um, so quick backstory. So originally, I was going to school for physical therapy. Um, and the, the college I went to, uh, Cleveland state was known for physical therapy school. So I, I, I played sports growing up, basketball, baseball, um, were my two main sports, a little bit of football. Mm-hmm. So I just knew I wanted to do something with athletes. Um, you know, I, I wasn't too sure what, so I heard a lot about physical therapy. It was a big thing and that's what I was going to school for. And so I went to school, um, the first three years undergrad PT and I just realized I'm like you know what like I just don't think it's for me like not gonna Mm -hmm. lie like the tests and like after like interning and shadowing Mm -hmm. 
I just looked at it as like, I'm like, ah, I don't know, like this might get a little boring. <laughs> so I really realized that I love fitness. So, mm. um, you know, growing up, being an athlete, I started working out with my buddies um, when I was 15 at the gym. Every day after school, we would go and work out. So it was cool because, you know, you know, like when you're younger, like you don't know what the heck you're doing when you're oh, going yeah. to the gym. So yeah, we just, kind of, we just kind of went in there. And, you just went in there. You, you're you know, in there. Yeah. Exactly. Not a clue. On day, every day. Yeah. It, <laughs> dude, every day I finished off with arms. Those, yeah. those bicep, superset, drop sets. And uh, the big thing for us, too, was like bench pressing. Like every Monday, we would look forward to bench pressing. So um, every Monday, we'd be like, oh, all right, sweet. Uh, Got to get a new PR. So we would like max out every Monday, which, you know, mm. looking back, it's like, uh, probably wasn't the smartest idea. Mm. But it was fun. So I knew I loved uh, working out. I loved exercise. and I loved athletes. So um, I actually transitioned from going to PT school to going to get my master's in um exercise science mm. and uh got accepted in the program everything and um was going to be a grad student got accepted in the grad student program and then honestly like i don't know like i, I just figured out i'm like you know what like i already have my bachelor's degree and this was two years ago so this was in um 2019 so yeah two years ago and um i'm just like you know what i had my bachelor's in science degree i don't really think i need much more um so i just got into coaching honestly and um it's been kind of like an interesting road because i've kind of been through a lot of different aspects of it i've been low fat you know i've been through the low fat community bodybuilding community where it's low fat high carb, high protein. I've been on the total opposite spectrum of keto. Mm. I was keto for two years. Oh, really? You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually how I started, man. Um, oh, how did you How did you find, like, that? Like, how, so, how was being keto? I, I never met anyone that's done it for that long. Oh, yeah, this is actually, like, a really good story. Um, I haven't really told too many people about this. So, um, interestingly enough, my fiance, her dad... Um, has always been overweight mm -hmm. and he lost a lot of weight. So at a birthday party, you know, he was telling everybody about this keto thing and I never heard anything about it. And I was just, I was on the typical yo-yo dieting cycle at the time. Mm -hmm. So I would like gain a bunch of weight in like two months and then I would try cutting and then, you know, my metabolism just got wrecked. Mm -hmm. So I was just trying to find like the next biggest thing. So he mentioned this keto diet and I had no idea what it was. And I'm like, yeah. huh? And I'm like, it worked for him. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, I did a bunch of research on it, got super deep into like, you know, research on it. And like, I just became one of those like hardcore ketoers that like everybody hates now on the internet. Like really? I was one of those people, okay. unfortunately. But, but the fact <laughs> that you managed to do it, was it like two years consistency, consistently, or was it like, some days, mm, like you'd kind of not follow it, and then other, like, and then maybe you'd follow it most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So good question. So actually, it transformed over time. So, but I would say about the first year, it was straight keto, and it was like to the that's point impressive. Where it was, that's impressive oh, to do that for a whole year. 
dude yeah it was like it was like strict like it was an obsession like i couldn't even like look at a car without like freaking out like that's how bad it was <laughs> um so i did that for a year and then kind of transitioned more into like a um i tried like kind of like a cyclical type of thing where i would do keto during the week and then i would do like a little bit of carbs on the weekend mm-hmm. try to like fuel myself because at this time after a year you know like you said I started to feel the effects. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm starting to crave some carbs a little bit. So I tried to like make excuses to myself. Like, how could I wiggle in some carbs, you know, here and there. So I, I tried using the, uh, the, the weekend. And then like, this is like the really like uh, big thing. I actually went full carnivore. For oh, six wow. Months. So yes, you switched and, up real big. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually how I, that's when I started my coaching business mm. was carnivore and like keto. That's how I originally started it. Mm. And, um, my old business mentor, um, who I'm no longer, uh, you know, with, but he suggested the name like ketovore King. And that's, that's where I started. But then obviously, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Jordan Syatt. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like his stuff. He's, a lot. He, he, you know, amazing. What's that? I had him on as well. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. Like a few episodes back. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So, you know, you know, he's amazing. Uh, so, he's a mentor to me now. And, you know, my whole mindset has just shifted. And uh, I just realized, you know, what, what's actually true and scientifically proven and what works. So, that's kind of a little background on me. Mm. Um, so, like I said, I kind of experienced like the whole, you know, circle of uh, yeah. the whole diet culture. Wow, so you were like, because, you know, most people I meet that go on the keto diet or they or they try something like that where they'll like cut out an entire food group or food groups. Yeah, usually they don't ever stick to it for anywhere near that long. And I, you know, I always, I wouldn't like to ever say like, I, I, to be honest, like if I had to look at it, I'd be like, honestly, I would say the keto diet just looks and sounds like it sucks. Like I could never <laughs> put in carbs. And, um, but like, you know, there's always like that, one anomaly that it works for i'm like fair play like i wouldn't say it it doesn't work ever point blank but i would say it definitely doesn't work for like 99.999 percent of people but um to hear that you stuck with it for a year straight like wow like how did you even feel during that time like no like minimal or no carbs uh, to be honest with you, yeah. Looking back, I actually felt I felt pretty good. Yeah, that's interesting. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. But to me, um, having carbs and being able to enjoy life and not having that carb phobia, I guess you could say it, is uh, so much better than, um, you know, forcing yourself to restrict. Uh, mm. You know, because carbs are delicious. So yeah. Um, but yeah, but even the dynamo now, you know, just all whole, um, healthy, you know, unprocessed um, carbs with, uh, you know, a little bit of other treats sprinkled in definitely mm. feel good too. So yeah, because uh, so yeah, I was going to say like the quality of your life must have been like in a totally different place when you were doing that compared to now. Oh, um, yeah. you know. Couldn't do anything with friends. Couldn't hang out with. Damn, you see, that's why the keto diet sucks as well, man. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, your whole social life is just, you know, it's it's going to going to poop. You know, it's just you can't do anything because you're so restrictive and Mm. everything out there is, you know, 
anti-keto, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. So how did you find that? Like, so if, if someone probably listening doesn't know the keto diet, they'll probably know more. So I'll have an idea of what that is. It's where, you know, it's when you don't eat carbs um, or you have minimal, something, one of those two. Either way, I yeah, yeah. know it's not something I think is sustainable for most people. And then the carnivore is when you, is it, it's like it's just meat or like, correct me, where, wh- wh- what is yeah, the carnivore yeah, yeah, yeah. diet exactly again? So, so basically, um, just quick uh, description of both. The keto diet is where you're pretty much taking out all carbs besides yeah. vegetables. So mm. the only carbs you technically are allowed to have is high fibrous carbs because the whole point of keto is to get you into um, ketogenesis, which basically in simplest terms is where your body runs off fat mm. and instead of carbs. Mm. And um, in order to do that, you have to restrict your carbs mm. and totally take them out. So that's what keto is. So it's pretty, it's pretty much like just like a high fat diet because you just want your body to run off fat. Now carnivore is kind of in the same mindset as that, but like you said, it's just all meat. meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like an all meat. Like when I say all meat, I mean like steak and eggs for dinner, steak and eggs for, for, uh, for breakfast. How did you find doing that one? Like, how did you feel? You said you done that one for six months consistently, or was it yeah, a bit like yeah. on and off as well? Um, so real quick too about the keto thing. When I did say I feel great, I'm actually remembering now. I did have like a lot of bloated bloatingness. Oh really? And um, yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's what actually caused me to go carnivore, um, because I heard that it reduces bloating, mm-hmm. and I just tried it out, and I'm like, whoa, you know, I love this. It's like after the first week, you know, when you try something new, it's like, whoa, holy crap, I'm getting results from this. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I tried that out, stuck with it for six months. But to be honest with you, the carnivore diet, it sucked. Like looking back on it, like I definitely forced myself to stay on that one. It it wasn't fun at all. Definitely not one I would uh, recommend to anybody. Okay, that's interesting. Wow, we went on the whole tangent. I didn't expect it to go down ever. Yeah, I just, you know, I had some curiosities there. But um, so what are you like now? You, I guess, you know, as you said, you're just you've transi- transitioned into more of like, I don't know, like just including a bit of everything, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah just with the whole, um, healthy diet, you know, mm. like what like just what works well for me. So um, obviously I have my my principles. So always, you know, have a protein goal that, you know, mm. I like to hit and then get my fruits and veggies in during the day and then um you know honestly like personally for me if, if i'm craving something i like craving something but if i'm like you know what like i want like a chocolate bar or something i'll be like yeah i'll, I'll have a chocolate bar mm. and then you know some days i'm cool with not having a chocolate bar so i just kind of you know do about like uh majority of the time you know healthy whole foods and then i'll sprinkle in some treats when i when i want them yeah, and that's the way to go about it. But um, so you, because um, actually one thing I wanted to mention was that because someone asked um, asked me about this was so it's about counting calories. You don't count calories now, or you do? Because so go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, for me, I've been um, doing this for so long that I think I have a pretty good idea of you know what I'm eating mm. and how much food. Um, 
and calories are in the food I'm eating. Mm. But with that said, um, I am a big proponent of counting calories, um, especially with all my clients. Yeah, that's usually the first thing, first thing I have them do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I definitely am. Uh, I do believe that for the majority of people, counting calories is probably one of the first things that um, the majority of people should do if they're starting on their uh, fitness yeah. journey. Even if it's like just for thirty days or something, I say just try exactly. it out. Yeah. Even if it's not for it, you, like. Is, like you won't lose anything from doing it for 30 days, but there is potentially a lot to gain. Exactly. Exactly. Like you said, it's not a forever thing. It's just, it's there as like a, uh, to teach you. Yeah. So, so you learn, you learn, mm. um, how, what a portion size is of certain food, mm. um, how many calories you're actually eating. So, you know, um, you know, how many calories you need to eat to lose weight, that kind of stuff. So like you said, it, it could be 30 days, it could be two years. It's just, there's no, like you said, there's no downside of, you know, doing mm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely helps. And I don't think, like, I don't think I've ever had someone, like, do it for the first time. And then, you know, on the back of it, on the back of doing it for the first time, they don't make some sort of comment like, wow, I didn't realize that there was, like, this many, like, X amount of calories or in this or something. Or they're like, wow, like, I thought this was the healthier option, like, whatever that might mean. Um and like, and then it turns out like it, it was probably what was, you know, getting in the way of their goal. And they probably have like several of those, of, of those just because, you know, they thought it was healthy and then mm-hmm. they disregard the, the calorie content. But, um, so yeah, like, as you said, I, I do think as well, like when most people are probably starting for the first time in regards to, you know, trying to work towards the goal, I definitely do think calorie counting can be quite, um, a good thing. Where would you say, like, it's probably not maybe something someone would want to consider, if, if you have any opinions on that? Like, like as, as in, in when they're starting out? Probably, like, uh, often, maybe, like, uh, like, like, yeah, maybe when this, I don't know, or maybe if they've done it for a while, like, um, because, you know, I think, you know, I've had some people in the past as well where I've worked with them for a little bit, and then after a while, I'm like, mm-hmm, perhaps there's isn't this isn't for us so maybe let's try it have you tried have you heard of jordan science we're referencing that guy a lot here um, like no sponsors or anything here but like, <laughs> there was like a free plate two snacks thing that he had yes yeah I, yeah I like that one too and sometimes i'll put them on that instead yeah um i think that's great like i said um with the calorie count you know i think for majority of people it works yeah but i think there's you know select few people that just don't do well with it and, uh, you know, Jordan was actually the one that introduced me to um, the, the, the three meal and two snack rule, which is pretty much you have uh, three plates of food. So you use the same plate for each meal. You fill it up um, about a quarter of it, protein, quarter of it, whatever you want, and then half of it with veggies. And then you're allowed um, three of those per day, and it has to be the same plate. And then um, two palm-sized snacks per day, and um, that seems to, and like you, you've said you tried it too, so you know, like it seems to really help people um, be more consistent mm. and um, you know eat, eat more healthy and, and more moderate calories. Yeah, you must have had someone by now that's like, but what about breakfast? I don't want to have half a plate of veg for breakfast, obviously. What do you say yeah. to that? Sorry, sorry. What, what do you say to that when someone mentions uh, the breakfast side? So, honestly, I, I just tell them, I'm like, you know, like, find something you like. Like, I yeah. like, uh, because 
Some, I, I like the thing. I like the saying of you know sometimes we have to do things that we know we need to, even though we don't want to. And eating your vegetables, you know, that's just something that um, we just got to do. You know, we're not little kids anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, something like simple, something simple is like putting spinach in your omelet. Like it sounds like, yeah, it might sound true. gross to some people, but it actually tastes no, it really tastes good. good. It tastes good. I've done that before. It does as taste well. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But do um, like yeah, that's a good shout. Or putting like veg in your omelet. Yeah, like peppers vegetables, onions, mushrooms, mm. put all that into an omelet, you can make a pretty good, uh, pretty oh, yeah, good taste in omelet. Yeah, that sounds good. I haven't had an omelet in a while. I'm craving yeah. one now. But um, <laughs> what about, so like some rules for calorie counting, so things that people should do when they're counting calories, because, you know, I think to some people it's not so obvious, but it's like to us it's like, no, like, of course you should do that. Like, to us, it's very obvious. But whereas, like, I've had questions in the past where people are like, should I weigh my food? So, like, literally as simple as that. Like, mm-hmm. what, is there anything, like, you would say must follows when counting calories? Like, should you count, uh, should you track it raw? Should you track it cooked, etc.? What do you think? Yeah, yeah so, um, I'll get back to the, uh, the things that I think are uh, definitely most important, but the whole raw versus uncooked thing, I'll be honest, there's, there's actually like more of like a debate than I thought on that. You know, I, I think you should just do pick one and be consistent with it. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, that's just my opinion. You know, yeah, 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 it makes sense. But I've seen a lot of people fighting over, you know, you should weigh it cooked, you should weigh it raw. And to me, it's just like, you know, I just think just pick one, don't overcomplicate it. And then yeah. just always do that one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think I think you brought up a good point. Weighing your food is a huge one. Um, oh, I actually sure. made a post about this because yeah. uh, I think, like you said, you know, us as coaches, we think this is obvious stuff, but you know, to um, you know, everyday people, it might not be as obvious. And weighing food is a big one because you know you don't like. How do you know how much you're eating? You know, you might read the back of a label. That says four ounces or 30, 30 grams of cereal. And, you know, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to track it as that. But you just eyeball it. Like, how do you know that's 30 ounces? It could be 60 ounces for all yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that's like an extra 200 calories. Um, so definitely, you know, I would definitely weigh your food. Um, and as we said, you know, keep track of your food, whatever you prefer. So you can do it on paper. Um, like you can use an app like MyFitnessPal. That's definitely great. It's a lot easier to keep track of everything in that. Um, the third thing is um, protein for sure. Um, I, I love having a calorie and protein goal. Um, so um, you track your calories, track your protein, and then carbs and fats fit in that um yeah like you can just fill up the rest of it with whatever it is yeah exactly exactly and um and yeah i think you know that pretty much those would be like my principles right there mm. yeah i've had a because even with the weighing thing like as you said you like yeah as we were saying you know it's quite obvious to us but i've had a you know where people sometimes they'll dm me on instagram with something you know they'll just talk to me about 
what they've been trying or something and you know there was this one individual in the past i remember i think it was like in the earlier days of when i first started my, when i was first having my coaching page and um they were just coming to me for like some general advice and then you know time to time and they were getting like this individual so like just for some context they were getting a bit frustrated because they just started counting calories um and they were like yeah like I'm not losing any weight, like, I don't feel like I'm making any progress, and I was like, okay, at first I was like, you just have to, you know, stick with it a little longer, you know, it's probably not been long enough yet, blah, 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 but then, you know, this individual, then they kept, they would pop up to me again a few weeks later and say the same thing, um, and then they would tell me, like, they're, and, like, they're feeling full, like, they feel like they're forcing to sell themselves to eat, and they're struggling to hit their goal, their goal was, like, it was, like, 1700 and when they told me that like for their height and weight that wasn't high like that was not high that's definitely a calorie deficit for them um, and so if they're telling me that they're not making progress and they're feeling full when they're at like 1400 and if, i was like something is not adding up there and i was like are you in your i was like are you certain of the portions and and like you know the sizes you're eating and they were like yeah 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 i was like really they're like yeah like i was like okay and then i was like okay what about if i just look at your my fitness pal food diary and they're like okay that's fine like we can do that um so they shared it with me and my fitness pal and i was like maybe i can you know just from looking at it i can say see maybe where something is going wrong um i looked at it and it was blank for over half the month and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, and like, you know, now, like, obviously, at the time, like, I don't want to laugh at them, but like, now they, they find it funny too now. Like, like, but now it's like looking back is funny, but like, because at the time, it's like they're genuinely confused. And I was like, how come it's blank for half the month? They're like, yeah, like, I just count it in my head. And I was like, there's the issue. Like, you yeah. can't be counting that in your head. Like, and that's why weighing is important. Like, it sounds long, but. At the end of the day, it only takes a few minutes, and if it's optimizing something that's so important, then you know. I think I think I always say you know I think long is is just struggling with getting to your goal for for like months or years. Whereas I'd rather you know just take a few seconds to weigh something. You know, I, I know what I'd rather be my long. So yeah, that was a uh, that's what and ever since that day, I was just like yeah man. I think you know just looking at the my fitness pal food diaries and definitely something you need to do. 100%, yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because I've kind of experienced the same thing recently. Um, I've had a client who um, has actually had tremendous results. You know, th this client puts in amazing, amazing work, but, you know, we've kind of hit a little bit of a plateau recently. Mm, and yeah, yeah, and it happens, but it, it's been it's been a pretty decent plateau, like, mm. like a few months. And, you know, we're just trying to, trying to figure out what it is. And mm. You know, it's the same thing that you said, you know, like 1500 calories, definitely in a calorie deficit, but full, you know, yeah. and it's like, you're thinking like, there's no way, there's <laughs> yeah, no way that, that you're full from this. Yeah. So, um, I asked, you know, the other day, I'm like, Hey, you know, like, are you using a scale to weigh your food? And I, I view this scale just like counting calories. Like at least if you're going to, if you don't want to do it, just at least do it for 30 days because it's the same thing. It helps you learn, you know, what portion mm -hmm. sizes are and, and helps you actually be accurate and be in that calorie deficit. 
So I asked this person, you know, I'm like, oh, do, do you have a scale? And they're like, yeah, I used it the first time, but I eat the same thing every day. So I figured I didn't need to use it anymore. And, it, you know, I'm like, I'm like, no, like, like you need to use it like every time because, you know, yeah, just, man. just so you, just so you learn. And, uh, you know, I think that might've been the problem. <laughs> oh yeah 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 see there we go yeah and it's always like and it's like just a eureka moment when you finally figured it out exactly but, um, but yeah i would say yeah with the raw and cooked thing yeah just pick one and stick to it you know you don't want to keep over complicating it um and yeah i think that's pretty much it on that part and you mentioned protein as well someone was asking me like how much protein should i aim for like do you have any you know like suggestions on that part yeah yeah so i think as a general rule i think 0.8 um grams per pound of body weight to 1.0 grams so i think that would be that would be about maybe 1.8 kilograms per pound to 2.2 grams Mm. per kilogram somewhere around there yeah something Um, like that that that's a good range uh yeah i like that one yeah I don't think that anything more than that really has any benefits, especially mm. um, if you're not like a professional like bodybuilder or mm. whatever. Mm. But um, I, I definitely don't think you want to drop below like 0.7 grams mm. per mm. pound of body weight mm. um, because, uh, you know, not, not getting enough protein. Definitely, you know, if you're, if you're lifting weights, you know, you, you definitely don't want to lose any muscle. That's only going to hurt you. If you're trying to mm. lose fat, it's going to slow down, you know, your metabolism, which means you're going to not be burning as many calories. So you can't eat as much. It's only going to make losing weight harder. Um, you know, protein keeps you full when you're mm-hmm. in a deficit. Yes. So it's going to make um, eating less when you're trying to lose fat a lot mm-hmm. easier. And it has a little bit of a... Um, thermogenic effect so what that means is when your body digests it it actually burns a little bit no it's nothing like crazy but it just yeah. burns a little bit more calories than it does when it digests um mm. carbs and fats so um yeah yeah so i, w- I would definitely say protein is, other than calories protein okay. is definitely yeah. the most important thing but I, w- I would say aim between 0.8 grams per pound to one gram per pound mm. of body weight helps you keep your muscle as well ensure you keep your your muscle as well when you're in a deficit because you know sometimes when you know i think when people are in a deficit they don't they don't realize i think they just associate weight loss with being good but you know you want to ensure that you're losing the right weight and you're not losing muscle because you know muscle is the, is the precious stuff you don't want to be losing that yeah that's an important distinction um you know the goal the goal should be fat loss yeah. not weight loss they're, they're yeah. two different things so, you know, your weight is everything from your muscle, your, your, organs, your body fat, water, yeah. organs, everything. Right, right. It's your whole body. But, you know, when you focus on fat loss, it's just losing fat and keeping muscle. So, mm. you, know, that, that's, you know, that's the goal. That's what's going to tone out your body, mm. get you that lean body you want, and just ultimately make um, staying lean easier. Mm. Yeah, and... Um... What one thing that I actually wanted to, to, to go over as well was when do you think like an an individual so they're counting their calories, they're working towards let's say a fat loss goal, like when do they know if they should adjust their calorie goal? Because I've had people come to me in the past where they're like like or maybe I've seen it myself and they wouldn't have come to me, I've just seen it, where they will either 
if they didn't lose weight the next day, they'll lower their calories straight away. Mm-hmm. Or, and, you know, or there's that, or they will like, you know, so I think sometimes people aren't too sure when to adjust it. And um, it's easy to, it's, it's especially easy what I find to, is that um, individuals when they're not so clued up on these things to react emotionally to something if they don't have someone keeping them accountable, like a coach making those changes, which is why having a coach is good as well. Shameless yes. selling here, like, yeah, like, you know, uh, but um, like that's why having a coach even when I had a coach like it would mean I would adhere and it would, I wouldn't has, have made as many emotionally fueled decisions um, so yeah I guess like what do you think about that part of like when to adjust things yeah, 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 yeah I mean, like, like real quick you know even a coach should have a coach you know everybody should have mm-hmm. a coach um, I agree I had one for two yeah. years best decision I made yeah yeah that's definitely something I've been looking into um I, I would love to have a coach, but, um, yeah, so that's a good question. Um, in terms of when to, when is the right time to adjust your calories? So, um, there's actually two parts in this. I would like, uh, like on two opposite spectrums, like when to lower them and then when would be a good time to kind of like increase it a mm. little bit. Um, so we'll start with the lowering. Like you said, it's very easy to jump ship and freak out yeah. and the, you know, cause the scale is a huge thing. Um, you know, and it, it's very, uh, it, it messes with your mind a lot cause mm. you know, it's going to fluctuate up and down every day. Yeah. Um, so I, I love measurements and progress photos too. As, yeah, as me too. Of, um, measuring progress. Yeah. I like them. so. So, you know, take, take waist measurements every, you know, once a week, uh, progress photos once a month, that's going to show you, um, some true progress, you know, the, the uh, scale might not be going down, but, um, to answer your question, um, to keep track of your weight, I would, you know, I always recommend keeping a, w- a weekly average. So what you yeah. do is you weigh yourself every day, you add all those weights up during the week and then you divide by the number of days that you weighed yourself. So that's your average Mm. for the week. And then if that average hasn't changed over a month, that's usually when I say it's time to decrease the calories after a month. Yeah. I usually, yeah, I usually say like at least three weeks because the thing is like, yeah, I, I would say a month could be good. Three weeks maybe. And like, yeah, but people just don't have that sort of patience nowadays. But it's patience. That's exactly. what I mean. Yeah, it is. It's what it's what they need. And um, yeah, because you know, if you react emotionally to it day to day, like something I always say, like day to day weigh-ins, basically meaningless. You want to look at long-term averages. You know, that's where it's at. Like, like week to week, okay. Month to month, even better. Um, but like yeah day to day just doesn't yeah i say it's, it's borderline meaningless to me which is why i always like like yeah i always try and just encourage maybe someone like a few individuals i'm working with to, to at least weigh themselves more often than they're not within the week right like, at least we can use like a, we can have the solid average from at least four weigh-ins i'd say because yeah i, I, I agree. agree yeah i 100 agree with that and uh i don't think you can go wrong with three or four weeks um, yeah. I, I think it's important to note too that you know this isn't a race. Yeah. You know this is like a long term fat loss exactly. journey. So you know just because the weight's not going down one or two weeks or one or two days, like 
who cares? Like, you know, exactly. It, like, exactly. Like the longer it takes, the more sustainable it's going to be, the easier it's going to be to keep off. So if you like keep cutting your calories lower and lower, it's just, you're just not going to be sustainable. Yeah, there's going to be a day where you can only cut it so low. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, and the thing is, weight might not be going down, but your body composition could be changing very well. And I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen a lot as well, where, you know, clients will message me and they're like, my weight hasn't been going down for like three weeks. Oh man, this is like, I'm getting demotivated. Progress pictures come around and bam, like the visual differences are massive. And like, you know, on the back of that, they can't really like, you know, they they can't really say anything to that now because, you know, results are the most important thing. And um, so, yeah. And the thing is, maintenance isn't like, I think a lot of people probably paint maintenance in like a bad light, whereas it's like, it's not even, sometimes it's, it's quite, it can be a good thing. Like sometimes, because, you know, a lot of times people struggle to, to, to maintain what they've lost in regard to you know, fat they've lost. So if you can go through a period of maintenance and, you know, um, you have a lifestyle now where, you know, your, your, your new lifestyle allows you to keep, you, like allows you to keep that weight off without, you know, having to make lo- like a lot of conscious effort, then, you know, that's a big win too. Oh yeah. 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 Maintenance, maintenance is the goal, right? Yeah, so exactly. That's, that, that's the goal. That's, uh, you can only be in a calorie deficit so long. Mm. Right, you can't just lose weight forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there has to be a day where you know the goal changes as well. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I think that can be quite a like a, 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 a quite a cool moment for some people as well, especially when they come from a, a dieting mindset yes. for for so many years. And that's literally where it cut out. Why? As I said, I don't know. But I will try and get to the bottom of that. And if it did have to end somewhere in this podcast, I'm quite happy it ended there because we did end up changing conversation anyway. Um, So that's okay. What I'm going to do is let you know where you can find Bob because obviously, you know, he did mention it at the end. But um, obviously, you guys can't hear that. So for his Instagram and TikTok, it's literally Bob Hoover Fitness. Hoover spelled H-O-O-V-E-R. So Bob Hoover Fitness for both his Instagram and TikTok. And then his website is bobhooverfitness.com. Go follow him. He's a, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And I'm, I'm no doubt you'll find some value from him in there. And then if you're listening to me from Bob's behalf, or if you're listening to this from Bob's behalf, I should say, then you can find me at Leo Alves PT for both Instagram and Twitter. That's Alves spelled A-L-V-E-E-S. So Leo Alves PT, Alves spelled A-L-V-E. E-S. And then my website is teamkairosonline.com. Kairos is spelled K-A-I-R-O-S. And otherwise, I will see you again in two weeks.